Emmy Award-winning producer, actor, and comedian Larry Wilmore is back on the air, hosting a podcast where he weighs in on the issues of the week and interviews guests in the world of politics, entertainment, culture, sports, and beyond. Check out Larry Wilmore Black on the Air on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, And the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me... I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. We thought we're just getting a date card, but... Caitlin tells us that we have all been invited into this this pledge of uh, of no more own a nation, as Mark Twain put it. No more downtown Lester Brown. No more low five. No more getting jiggy with it. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Halfway through this season of The Bachelorette. That's what Katie said this week, so we're just going with it. I'm joined by Amelia Wedemeyer. Hello, Amelia. Hi. We are going to do some superlatives and some looking forward to paradise. I think uh, the cast came out since I last did a podcast, so we can also discuss that. But we got to talk about this week's episode, and obviously we must begin with the extremely strange, inexplicable poorly named WoWo challenge, which stands for week off whacking off. Oh, is that? Okay. All right. I get it. Well, you don't know that because they kept bleeping whacking off. Why do they keep bleeping that? Like, is that necessary? How old are we here? I don't know. That's okay. See, I just thought that was like a new way of saying masturbation. No. So yeah, Katie, Katie begins the episode by telling Tasha. And Caitlin, that she wants to ask the guys to withhold from quote unquote self-care. And they don't get it. They're like, you mean like washing your face? And that had to have been a joke, I think. But I couldn't really tell. I don't know. I don't know if they're that savvy. And I don't mean that in a mean way. But yeah. Well, why would you think when someone's like, please withhold self-care, it would mean you can jerk off? No, totally. I actually, you know what? I'm I'm with Taysha and Caitlin. I would think it's like not putting on a like you know like a like a beauty mask or something like that 
Yeah. I mean, it was so, it was so weird. And it really bothered me because Katie's whole thing is like, masturbate is necessary. She came, <laughs> she came with a dildo to her season of The Bachelor. That like, is weird. Why did they do this? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Do you think it was her idea or do you think it was a producer? She probably came up with it with a producer. What do you think? Honestly, I don't know. I think I don't. It's like part of me. And I know people are like, you have to be nicer to Katie. And I, it's not like I don't like her. I just think she's she just doesn't translate that great as the lead. I'll be honest. Yes, she really doesn't. I think people are are coming around to that. I kind of feel like she likes torturing the guys a little bit, like with this Wobo challenge. And yeah, yeah. I feel like she, pardon the pun, I feel like she gets off on canceling the uh, rose ceremonies and, co- and like ending the cocktail parties. Totally. Well, I think she knows that, I think deep down she knows that she isn't the most compelling lead there ever was. And I feel like she's very much a person who has been doing their same job and has never gotten promoted. So they're like, I'm just going to throw everything at the wall. I'm here are all my ideas. And I think that's what she's kind of doing. And she's trying to salvage what's left of the season by being quote unquote dramatic or thinking of like crazy ideas. And it's just like, these were not well thought out girlfriend. Like, what are you doing? I don't, I don't think she thinks that. I think she's really of herself. Yeah. I think she's oh, okay. of herself and she just is enjoying the power trip. That's what it seems like to me, honestly. Oh, think, okay. Interesting. But then, you know, but then I'm trying to put myself in her shoes and like, I probably would enjoy the power trip as well. Like who I think, but it also seems really stressful. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't really know her that well, but I would like to think that she's self-aware. I don't know. I mean, it's just like this season and we, we briefly talked about this before going on the podcast, but it's just boring. It's really boring. It's boring. It's, it's tough. It is. It's tough. And like the guys that she got rid of, I was like, what are they going to do with the rest of the show? I mean, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but like when getting rid of Aaron and Trey and Hunter, it's just like, what's left here? You know, there's not a lot. I guess they're they're banking a lot on Blake to be funny. He was funny about the, about the whoa, whoa challenge, by the way. Like I, I, Blake is growing up. It's Blake growing. You're the top Blake hater. Is he growing on you? No, I mean, honestly, I think I'm like, okay, we know that Blake loves sex. Cause remember from Tasha's season where he's the only guy who made a, penis out of clay while everyone else was making hearts. Remember that? Do you I remember mean, why, that? Yes. That, not that that was the normal thing to do, but yes, I remember it. <laughs> I just think that, uh, I mean, whatever. He's such an idiot that it's just like, what? whatever. She clearly likes him. He's going to make it at least to the top too. Like, I just, I just know this already, you know? Yeah, she does clearly like him. And he got the say anything moment. I mean, that was big. <laughs> but can we go, hold on. I want to go back to the woke Okay, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. So, I think that probably her and a producer came up with it together. They probably were like talking about what the guys have been up to in the house. Yeah. But like, I just don't understand. Like, what is the point? So that when like the guys who make it to the fantasy suite get there, it's like better. I mean, I don't get it. I don't, the, the I, logic doesn't, there's no logic to this unless it was like, no, I can't, I can't come up with a single reason of why this is something that they would come up with. And it, it makes sense to do. That's why I think that she knows that she's not the most compelling person on television and that she's like, I need to salvage this somehow. And she thinks that this is like a funny, quirky challenge when in reality, it's just like, who cares? I know. Who cares? It's kind of mean. 
And it's it mean, go- and also it's just like, it goes okay. Against, it goes against the candy that we know. Exactly. And also it's like, okay, it's not even, I feel like, don't guys do it when they're just bored? Like, I just don't, I don't get it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, I, whatever. It's just very, it's just like, this is a real compliment to Katie that it's so hard. It's like, okay. I don't I know, and then, think that's necessarily true, but sure. Believe whatever you want to believe. I think Andrew asked was like, it's fine. And she was like, oh, I'm offended. It was just, it was just really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, what? I was just like, do you, do you know anything about masturbation? Like, I'm not even trying to be facetious here or like funny. I'm just being, I mean, like people don't just masturbate just because they're horny for other reasons. <laughs> I don't know, Amelia. It's just the most confounding thing. It might be the weirdest thing to happen on the show ever, honestly. Well, and I think the goal again was her trying to be, create like a fun crazy moment that people will talk about but it's like we don't and for care. some reason Callie's been saying this they have to like interject sex into every episode right and sometimes you just don't need to maybe they could just let it go this week what a crutch you know it's honestly a crutch <laughs> and on, I'm over it and it's just like this wasn't even well thought out and it's not funny it I'm doesn't sorry make sense. it just does not make sense if there was some logic behind it if there was a, like some buildup that we could understand if they weren't bleeping it, it out maybe right. I could get behind it it's just the whole thing does not make sense it's super weird I don't, it's very I don't weird. know I think everyone's just like what the fuck it's and again, it's like it doesn't translate as funny, at least to me. I'm just like, OK, like, why did yeah, we spend 15 minutes on this? I don't whatever. I d- and I did some 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 focus group testing with some uh, some males <laughs> and they were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so and again, we have to realize that they're all trapped in this house together like the, the, they have nothing to do. So yeah. I'm sure that was one of their main activities because there was literally nothing to do. I know. I feel bad for them. I know. Me too. And they were like shorter showers. It's just rough. Poor guys. Anyway, that was how the episode started. And I was just like, this is weird. That was, <laughs> it, I, it was really weird. strange. And then it, we went, weird. and then uh, finally, Justin got a one-on-one. Happy and for him. I'm happy for him too. I just feel like we didn't get a lot of Justin on the date though. Like I, like, what did you learn about Justin this week? That he's supportive? I have no idea. He seems really sweet. He seems yeah. really sweet. I thought that her, I, I thought his vows were good. I thought hers were great. But I'm just like, why are you wasting good vows on this date? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. Save it for the real deal. Save it for the real deal. Well, maybe he is the real deal. That's true. That is true. I mean, he seems awesome. He really does. But I feel like yeah. we haven't, he just seems like easy to be around, pretty fun. You know, a lot of the guys on the show don't wear socks. I thought he went sockless pretty well. <laughs> I thought he pulled it off, um, yeah. but I just like we didn't we weirdly didn't learn a lot about him. We did learn a lot about Katie and her father passing away and her biological right. father not being part of her life. And Ooh, that was I was like, are we on Maury? What the fuck is going on? I'm sorry. I'm not that not to make light of the situation because I'm sure that's very difficult. And I applaud her for sharing that. But it was sure. just like, damn, girl, like, give me a warning. I didn't know you're going to drop this on Justin and like everyone watching. I know. And I thought he just sort of handled it really like gracefully. I, I, I well, what else would sh- you do? I mean, but yeah, I don't know. Some people, some, some guys would just, or some people, not even men would just like blank you or shut down or I don't know. But he, he seemed to be a pretty compassionate, sympathetic guy, but like he really didn't get to speak very much on their date. I, I'm ready to move on from the, from the wedding photo shoot. 
date in general. <laughs> See, and that is so rude because literally shot for shot, it was the same thing as the Tasha Zach wedding vow date. And I was like, what the hell? Even freaking Franco is here. I know. I now, like, he got he got upgraded though. Did you notice his, <laughs> his Chiron now says Bachelor Nation photographer? Oh, okay. That's a okay. huge upgrade for him. I'm happy for him. <laughs> Me too. I, I don't need him though. Like he's not, you know, like obviously Fred Willard passed away. Chris Harrison's gone. I wasn't like, you know what could fill this void? More Franco. <laughs> More Franco. <laughs> More wedding photo shoots. Couldn't oh. they do another theme photo shoot, by the way? Like, couldn't they do like a Western theme Ooh, or like an that art would be theme? Fun. They should just like mix it up a little bit. Like a mini museum of ice cream or something like that. Yes. Just go full Instagram. Go full influencer. I love it. It would prepare them for so much in life. Yeah. Well, and also, I think this goes back to the WoWo challenge. If Katie baked that up with a producer, they clearly, as in the producers, have no no creativity. They are just, they're struggling to find any good ideas, any new good ideas. I know. that That's a, a main problem with this season. Put Put Katie aside. Put the guys aside. There's not a lot of like good creative going on. There's like the dates no. are super boring. It just doesn't and they're really recycled. Work. Yeah, they're like basically all recycled. It's true. Not great. And so yeah, I just I, I thought that um, Katie crushed it with her her vows. But I'm just like I'd like to learn more about Justin. He seems really pleasant. But like, where are the yeah. Justin facts? Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. And they're like, nope, sorry, we're not going Tell to. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> this leads to the next WTF of the week, which mm. is the group date and Amelia. What was the purpose of having two drag queens as part of this weird date? Like, uh, what did you expect to happen when you saw these these two drag queens come out versus what actually happened? <laughs> I don't know, but I will say I am a avid watcher of RuPaul's Drag Race, so I'm both I'm familiar with both Shea Coulee and Monet Exchange, and I know the whole when they're like we're throwing shade this week. It's reminded me of in every drag race season there's a moment where RuPaul's like okay the library is open and where they have to read people which is essentially throwing shade and it's like in the great tradition of Paris's oh, burning we're going oh. to so we didn't get any of that context interesting I don't right. watch the show so I didn't know that and I was like why are they here for this okay oh, well interesting. yeah yes and they've dumbed it down for straight people so like instead of like <laughs> reading and like the library challenge it's called throwing shade but if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race you know about the library is open and whatnot and it's just them insulting each other in a funny interesting way. that's yeah. even weirder though that they a didn't explain that and b not only are they recycling their own challenges but they're stealing them from other shows <laughs> yeah i know that's, I w- that's pretty messed up and weird <laughs> well i know i was just like oh i was expecting rupaul to come out i was expecting them to hearken back to like you know his line of like in the great tradition and but there was nothing it, like like you said there was no background it was just like okay we're here to throw some shade interesting because i was just like this is super weird and especially because of the way the guys are talking about the the two queens like blake was like i don't even know if i should like be checking them out or not which was just like blake get out of town <laughs> but but it was like it was like is this gonna be another like sexualized challenge and then it wasn't and i was just so confused yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they were just trying to relate back to like how drag queens love to throw shade or whatever. Oh my God, what a mess. Like 
if you don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, you're not going to understand. As I just proved, you're not going to understand that. <laughs> and there is not a there's not a big crossover with RuPaul's Drag Race fans and Bachelor fans, so <laughs> so it's not going to go great. Then, so it, it's saying. not. So yeah, but I know. And Blake, I'm just like you're such an idiot. Like go away. But I did love Michael's response where he was like. If this is a drag challenge, I'm all in. And I was yeah. like, hell yeah, Michael. Michael is awesome. Like, he just seems like a really oh good God. dude. Such a great guy. I, I love him. He's he's awesome. You know that um that Instagram account, Not Skinny But Not Fat? <laughs> no. Well, it's, it has a lot of Bachelor scoop on it. And, like, okay. there was one post that perhaps Michael had been dating someone who he just broke up with over email before going on the show. But you want to know what? Weird times. COVID. I, I don't know. I'm going to give sure. Michael a pass. I'm sorry. I just, I, 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 refu- get it. I refuse to buy into Michael being like less than a great guy. So I'm going to give him a pass on that. <laughs> Me too. And this hasn't been verified from every single source. So, no, you know what? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Just, ru- just rumors. Um, so, yeah. So then I would say Greg was probably the standout of the date with his poem. Kind of. I guess. Um, but it was a lame poem. Yeah. I mean, Greg's lame. Like he seems nice, <laughs> but he's just lame. He is. He's. And he's, an actor. If your friend was dating Greg, you'd be like, really? You sure? But you wouldn't, but you wouldn't have a case against him, right? You would be like, well, I took acting classes. So are you sure? But like, there's no other case again. I can't, I don't have anything really negative to say about him other than the fact that he's lame. Yeah. He's just there. Yeah. He's just, he's just a lame guy. That's fine. Anyway, he seemed to like really capture her attention during this challenge. And then the rest of the time it was used to shade Hunter who began the episode by explaining to Greg how the show works and basically he revealed who he thinks is the t- Katie's top four, which is definitely <laughs> incredibly wrong. He included himself in it. <laughs> yeah. I think he, I believe he included himself, Greg, Connor cat guy, who's now gone. Right. Um, oh, maybe Michael a, I think, I, I, I think he said he didn't say the final guy. And once again, this season, you're just completely penalized for having a brain and, and like knowing yeah. about the show. Like it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not his fault that he's watched before. He did his research people. I'm no Hunter fan. He seems weird, but like, <laughs> but it's what's wrong with knowing about the show you're going on. I don't know, but it's, I think that these guys will do anything just to get each other out. That's what is clear it's a dog world, seriously. Especially this season. Yes. Like, they have literally unionized against <laughs> several guys. It's wild. I know. It, it, we're going to come back to this. I want to talk about all the villains. But it went from Carl to Thomas to Hunter. <laughs> I know. And they, they all got the, the, the blade chopped on them. Yeah. It's oh. messed up, man. Yeah. It really is. Every single one had the guillotine dropped. So... Be careful, guys. I, ho- I mean, who knows what's going to happen in paradise? But um, I thought then that the the other thing that was really notable to me from this date was after they were shading Hunter, Katie ended the cocktail party after right. she talked to the guys that she liked. So she, so we got some time with, <laughs> with Greg. We got some time with Andrew S. I think we got a little Michael A time even. She talked to Hunter to confront him. Right. Um, but then that's when things like went awry and she just ended it. She was crying, she's throwing up and she just ended it. And I was like, well, she just was done. She doesn't like the other guys. And she decided. So she ended it. Like it wasn't because she was so upset. Also, like, right. I was like is, she, is she throwing up because she is sick from drinking or is it because she's <laughs> nerves? Like I wasn't convinced it was because of nerves. Yeah, I was like, this is weird. Why? Like she shouldn't care this much about like Hunter. I don't. Okay. 
I thought there was something else going on. They tried to make it seem like she was upset about like people being there for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I feel like she probably was like sick or or she drank too much or something. And they were like, Haha, how can we cut this to make it? Seem- yeah, because she was drinking red wine. And if you drink a lot of red wine <laughs> over a, period, like, a few hours, that will make you feel really ill. Yes, a lot of bloat, too. Yeah, so much. I, I know I would need like water in the other hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that know. probably is what happened. Honestly, I think you solved it. I mean, a red wine hangover is one of the worst hangovers you can get, <laughs> especially when it's like, you know, it's like when you've been day drinking and you get the hangover before you go to sleep. Sure. Awful. That's Awful. Insane. And she was wearing a tight dress. So yes, that, it's I a thought bad it was a cute combo. dress. It yeah. was a yellow like, kind of slip dress. It was very clueless. And I thought it was I thought she looked good in it. It was cute. Yeah. I'm starting to like her clothes a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I just don't really care for her. So it's just like, whatever to me, you know? Yeah. She's yeah, fine. I, I, I mean, I don't not like her, but yeah. As a result of this date, the guys who went home were Hunter, Aaron, Trey. Yep. And then James, James who was yeah. the box, the box guy. They were all out at the end of the episode. <laughs> and I was shocked that Brendan survived. I was like, Brendan, he's not done <laughs> anything but talk to the camera. We've never seen him talk to Katie. And he's still here over Aaron. He's like I know. so hot. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, I think maybe she just, well, she, maybe she just likes Canadians. I don't know. Uh, maybe she might like Canadian. Yeah. Aaron's Canadian accent, by the way, is incredible. I loved it. Or I don't even know. I don't think he is Canadian, but he has a Canadian accent and I loved it. But yeah, maybe she does just like, like them. Maybe. I don't know. But I, uh, I, well, yeah, because the only thing I could think of is like in night one, when Brendan like was doing the hockey stuff with her, maybe mm-hmm. she liked that. I don't know. Maybe she's a hockey fan. He also just might be less of a troublemaker. I feel like she was just sort of like this week. I'm done. I'm done with everyone who's causing problems. Let's sure. just get rid of you. You're uh, out. I get that. Yeah. I, except I will say that I was a little surprised that she got rid of um, Aaron. Me too. You know, just because like she I remember like one of the first nights she she like went to him and was like, I don't know what to do. And it's just like, oh, my God, what the fuck? What, where, <laughs> where did that come from? And, and she seemed like she really liked him. So I don't know. I look forward to seeing Aaron in Paradise. I'm sure we will because he got oh, so much screen time. We'll yeah. come back. To, we're going to come back to the Paradise in one moment. But um, let's move on to Connor B, who mm. Katie was just like deuces. That was incredible. Though she was crying. I mean, that it just must have been so unfun hanging out with Connor that, guy, <laughs> that she was just like, OK, I'm just going to send you home. I guess I maybe she wanted to spare him the whole like embarrassment of being on the date. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either, but I, I thought it was interesting that they got the Jason and Caitlin date. I would have thought someone mm-hmm. she liked a lot more would have gotten that one. Cause it is like good hang time, like getting to hang as couples. Like that's like, that would be a great date. I think if you guys really had a future together. Sure. Or maybe she thought because she doesn't know Caitlin super well, that she should go with someone who's, I don't know, good with conversation. And is yeah, kinda... like it's, so, it's just, so she doesn't have to carry anything. Right, yeah, like go with the flow. Because Connor seems like a go with the flow, kind of chill, up for anything kind of guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. He just seems really annoying, though. I wouldn't want to spend a lot of time Oh, with dude, I literally, I was talking to Dylan Berkey, who is the producer. Shout out to Dylan, producer of No Rose All Thorn. Yeah, love him. And I was like, I hate this guy. Like, this guy sucks. Like, he's just, he's so corny. And like, the dad jokes so are... So corny. It's not even like, I don't... It's the way he presents himself. And the freaking... Remember when he had... Last episode when he had his shirt unbuttoned down to his like yes. navel? 
Yes, it was it was very disappointing. It was shocking and I was disgusted. And he just is he's just so annoying. I just I can't handle him. That might work in Nashville, bro, but does not on The Bachelorette. <laughs> take take it back to where you came from. I, I think he was really shocked, though. It seemed like, first of all, oh, Mike, totally. Michael kissed him when he was going home. I love Michael. <laughs> Everyone My- was, like, sobbing. It was I wild. Know. That guy must have been really popular in the house. Like, maybe he was entertaining because he would play the ukulele and guitar kill me literally kill me i i don't know know. i'm missing something because when he when he got sent home i was laughing to myself going good bye but like i think (laughs) that people seem to like him i don't know why but they do so okay (laughs) the guys do at least they do there must have been a lot going on with this group of guys that we didn't see for the amount they were (sighs) trash talking each other yes perhaps there was a lot of jerking off we didn't see it and like for the amount of like love (laughs) they seem to have among some of them it seems like greg cat guy and michael a have like a real three-way bromance going on i love that for them i guess yeah finding love and finding friendship is beautiful oh definitely no definitely what i agree Yeah. And then that led to um, Blake doing the say anything radio thing outside of Katie's Katie's room. Well, I mean, has Blake even seen say anything? I feel like a producer was like, here's a boom box. And he's like, what? Great question, Amelia. He probably has not. Do they even have that movie in Canada? I don't know. I don't think so. (laughs) I just I just don't see him as like watching a movie that hasn't been made before 1995, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. I was just thinking, like, what movies do I see Blake watching? And I'm like, The Lion King, because he's I really into animals. I was thinking The Lion King. <laughs> like, just animated Disney movies. <laughs> definitely The Lion King. I literally was thinking The Lion King, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, I just don't see him, you know, getting down with John Hughes, but. You know, no. maybe that maybe that's wrong. Uh, I don't know. I he don't. also seems like a major porn watcher, since we know he's obsessed with sex. Oh my god! Yes, of course. <laughs> Sorry, maybe that was a given and implied about Blake. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that was and then their weird conversation where she's like, has it been really hard? And I was like, okay, thank you. I know. Greg and Blake are just clear front runners. There's no oh one else. Oh my god. Compare. There's no one else is going to be in contention. It's gonna be those two in the end. It also just seems like the producers are really into Blake because they had him come in, they had him come in late, right? So he right. makes a splash. He gets to do the say anything thing. Anyone really could have done that. He gets a lot of funny sound bites. Like, I think he's getting a really generous edit. He is. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And And so they must really like him. But why? I don't get it. (laughs) I don't know, Amelia. We've never, you and I have never been on the Blake train, but I don't know. Callie really likes him. So maybe we're just not seeing it. I mean, like, Sure. I I don't know. Maybe I should open up my heart and like try to like him. Open your heart to Blake. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't want to force you out of your comfort zone, but it does seem okay. like there's things that people see that we don't. And I'm okay. Honestly, I'm okay with it. I don't need more Blake in my life, but well, whatever. Yeah, sure. Sure. Should we move on to some Bachelor Nation news? Anything else about this episode you feel you have to say? No, because again, it was just like, okay, an episode passed and I don't, I didn't really glean that much from it, so... It's funny because I do feel like we have learned a lot about Katie. Like, we know a lot about her sure. family and her background, and I admire how much she shared, but mm-hmm. it, it's almost like it's a, it's like the total opposite of Matt's season where we didn't know anything about Matt. <laughs> That's true. And now we don't know anything about the contestants, like, at all. Whereas I felt like I knew a lot about Brie, and, like, I, I mean, unfortunately knew a lot about Rachel, and we right. got to know Michelle. This is, like, the total opposite where we don't know anything about these guys, but we just know a lot about her. It's weird. <laughs> 
that is weird. That's a good point. Do you like this version better, like getting to know the lead more, or do you like getting to know the contestants more? I think it depends on the lead. Like, I think Katie hasn't been particularly wonderful as a lead, like, in that role. It's not character judgment in any way. It's just, like, the job is to carry the television show, and I think it's been going fine, but not great. Whereas with Matt, I felt like we got, we, he seemed awesome. And I feel like we deserve to get to know him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so like, kind of like they made the wrong call. Like, I feel like with these, with this season, it would have been better to learn more about the guys and some about Katie, but just like, it's so lopsided. And, and with Matt's season, it was the opposite. We're like, we should have gotten way more Matt and way less Queen Victoria. <laughs> true. True. Oh my God. And her new face. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh my God. On that note, let's talk about who's going to be on paradise. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to wow. go through the list, and, okay. and we'll just do some instant reactions. Ready? Yes. Abigail. Obviously cool. excited. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great stuff. She's great. Brendan. Happy for him, yes, but people okay. are saying he's clearly with what's-her-face, Piper. Piper, yes. Right. Brendan and Piper together, so this is weird. Like, what's going to happen here? Exactly. Well, they. this is like the only the first wave of contestants, because apparently they're bringing in more people they'll show later or something. Yeah, there'll be more people coming in. This is the exactly first wave. So what we'll find out, but it's definitely weird that, I mean, it seems like Brendan could be the Blake. Oh my I God. <laughs> you never so, know. Um, Deandra, who was on Peter's season. Oh. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember her that well. She didn't get a lot of screen time. You're right. And also, I think she had a different hairstyle. So mm-hmm. you're right. She did. That so that's good, just though. like, huh? yeah, no, I mean, she's, I mean, cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Ivan. From oh, Clacia yeah. season, who we know and love. Right. Happy for him. I'm excited about Ivan. I, he, You know, I hope he has a, a good paradise run to put him back in bachelor contention. Yeah, I think he will be a hot commodity on the beach. Me too. Well, he's just hot. I've heard, I, we'll <laughs> see what too. happens. But yes, I agree. I, I would have my sights set on him if I were going on the show. Yeah. Tim seems great. Jasenia from Matt season. I like Jasenia. Yeah, and I like how she called out MJ, which was fun. So she's yes. definitely feisty. And so I'm like into that because I yeah. want drama on Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, come on. So I am all for Jasenia being there. Me too. Grocery store Joe. I um, I have been told by Bachelor insiders that Joe <laughs> has an awesome personality and people like him on clickbait. I have never gotten Joe. I still don't get Joe, but I guess there's an audience for him. I was going to say the man has no personality and I don't know who you're okay. hearing this from. Is it <laughs> like Rob Mills? I love Rob, no. but what? <laughs> no, other sources. Okay. Um, apparently he's like really funny. I don't know. I don't know, but this is... This he's is funny? What I've heard. I'm not surprised at all that he's going. I feel like Warner Brothers is really invested in making their podcast successful. So sure. having Grocery Store Joe there and I believe Natasha is there. Like, you know, that's oh, okay. a big boost, big boost for their podcast. For clickbait. Yeah, yeah for sure. Huge. Wait, can I tell you a spoiler? Sure. Okay, I heard Kendall's going to be there too. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm like really excited because I feel like there will be some jealousy involved. I'm excited about that too. That would be awful. Be on the X with your, be on the beach with your ex. I mean, that oh, is no. the, X the, on the premise beach. of the TV show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. But, I know, yeah, but I'm I, so excited. Me too. Next, Carl. I'm kind of excited about <laughs> Carl. I'm I'm interested in a Carl redemption. <laughs> me too. Honestly, the man who gave us freaking shadow boxing. Yeah. And, you know, he's a motivational speaker. He wasn't very motivational on um, this season, but things could change, you know? 
Yeah. I, I'd love for him to come out with some fire <laughs> motivational speeches and like lecture people. That would be fun. I, yes. I would eat that up. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Um, next, Kelsey from Peter season. This is great. I loved Kelsey. Not, it's not true. I did not love Kelsey. Okay, but, but you loved her as a character, maybe? Love, I loved her as a character, and I feel like there's a side of Kelsey we didn't get to see. I feel like she was kind of, like, weepy and sad. And I So feel like weepy. I feel like there's going to be a fun Kelsey. Also, I just feel like Peter's season was literally a different lifetime because it was pre-pandemic, so yes. this is, like, kind of fun. Oh, my God, yes. And do you remember the whole pill situation? Um, of course I do. So I'm... Like, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I am so ready for Kelsey to be there. Like, she sucks, but also, like, she's there for the drama. I wish Peter's mom could go to the paradise. That'd be oh fun. My. If she showed up as, like, they the bartender. That. It's a good idea. I would die. That is a great idea. Thanks. <laughs> Kenny. We've all seen Kenny's penis if you if you Googled it. So <laughs> it's hard for me to look at him the same way. Oh, my God. I'm so... When it was announced... Kenny was coming. You can vouch for this in our bachelor party slack. I was like, my guy, Kenny is showing up on the beach with his star tattoos. I'm so excited for Kenny. I feel like he's just born for this. I mean, he really oh. should be on like too hot to handle or something. Yes. But we'll, we'll take it. We're excited I'm, for Kenny. See you I'm in Mexico. Pumped. Next, Mari, who I thought really would have gone further on Matt's season. I feel like she's going to yeah. crush it. She's really hot. And yep. I feel like. We didn't get enough of her, so I, I feel like she's gonna, she's going to do really well. I agree. I'm excited. Next, Marissa from Peter's season. Another person who didn't get a ton of screen time, so I'm looking forward to getting to know her. Oh, but I think she was eliminated night one. Yes, very early. Okay. Very early. Well, wishing her the best. You know, a longer <laughs> We'll get to know time. her. Can't, can't yeah, wait. Yeah, exactly. Um, Natasha, my friend, my pal, oh my gosh, yeah. podcast guest. Love Natasha. So that's exciting. I, I hope she finds love. She's Me great. Too. So Me good too. Luck. She, she is great. Um, Noah from Clacia season. <laughs> oh my God. Woo. Uh, yeah, I'm into it because he's into drama as well. And I, that's all I want. Noah and Ivan are tight. So I'm excited to like see oh. their bond on the beach. Yes. Okay. I'm into that. Wow. Me too. Should be really good. Um, also like, I feel like he got a very specific edit in his fight with um, Bennett. What was it? Bennett. Oh my God, I blanked. <laughs> it's okay. And <laughs> in his fight with Bennett. And so I'm curious to see what he's like when that's like not dominating his storyline. I know, except I'm sad that Bennett's not going to be there. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe that Bennett had a feud with, with Warner and that's why. Oh, okay. Well, so just, that's such what is I life. Yeah. Okay. Next, Serena C. I'm excited about Serena C's outfits. She really brought the heat on Matt season. Um, I'm excited to see what she wears. Yeah, and she also caused drama, so I'm into that too. I hope there's like, you know, some love triangles for her, all that good stuff. I recently met Serena. I oh, had no idea. Yeah, she was really nice. I oh, had good. no idea she was a flight attendant. You know, I did not know that either. And she's roommates with Piper in New York. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Seems like they're like a nice, a nice friend group. Good. I'm yeah. I'm happy for them. Me too. Um, next, Serena P, who I loved. She seemed awesome. Yeah. Another Canadian, you know? Love Canadians. Surprised um, these Canadians were able to go to Mexico. <laughs> that, that's actually, you know what? Yeah. Well, maybe they live in America now. Serena doesn't. She's still living in Toronto. Oh. Serena, well, if you recall, is like 23 years old. She's barely out of the house. She's very young. Yes. Yeah. Very, very young. And this is the young cast, but I think that's good for Paradise. I want older Bachelor cast and younger Paradise cast. I guess you can't have okay. have it all, but... Yeah. But see, I want, like, half and half for... I want, like, 
not necessarily age wise, but I want um like older people, like veterans who've been on like previous seasons. Like so I like grocery store Joe being there for that reason. And yeah. then like newer people and so they can all mix it up. I'm just like I'm really into that. Me too. Oh, me too. I I think also Serena will be will be popular on the beach. She seemed like fun. Yeah. She seems like she likes to like have some jokes. Totally. And she likes to speak her mind, which I appreciate. Yes. Love it. Love it. I wonder how um COVID will affect their dates. Like they can't really leave the resort, right? So I wonder what they'll be doing. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I mean, they have that, you know, stretch of beach, so. Right. And they always did a lot on the beach anyway, but they used to like yeah. go into town. Like remember like when Raven, was it Tia? It was Tia and Colton had like their weird date in town, like in Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> Never forget. Yes. Yes. And then they went, were they the ones that went on the boat and she threw up or something? I think that was a different group. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same season though. Okay. Well, perfect. I'm so excited. I don't really like Tia, but yeah. She's fine. Um, next, Tajwan from Colton season. Tajwan uh, had, had an epic performance last time on Paradise, so this yes. is good news. We're excited. I'm, I'm so excited. I wish JPJ, I'm like crossing my fingers they announced JPJ because their date was iconic. And then I to this day, I still remember Tajwan was like in the swimming pool by herself, just like shoveling in spaghetti. And I was just like, that girl? She's going places. I believe that JPJ announced on his Instagram recently that he has oh. a new girlfriend, so he oh. won't be attending. Well, dang it. Okay. Yeah. Shoot. I know. He won't be there. I'm sorry to break your heart. But Taj Wan, I have high hopes. She came in, you know, she just made a big impact. So she's, she's a hilarious. Big impact, low minutes. She doesn't need a lot of time to make her presence known. <laughs> That's true. Tammy from Peter season. I really mm. like Tammy, even though she got the mean girl edit. I'm excited. She's, uh, I feel like she, she followed me really early on. So I was like excited. Nice. That she's back. Yeah. I'm just, if you follow me on Instagram, I'll like you. <laughs> exactly. It's very easy to play into my heart. Note that. All right. <laughs> Bachelor nation. Um, yeah, no, I think also her backstory with Kelsey, where they were fighting yes. the whole pill situation. I think, I hope they're going to bring that back up. I hope that feud comes into play. Or maybe they'll be friends and like they'll be like tag teaming people on the beach. From oh, fights. OK. I mean, I would love to see them fight. But yeah, sure. OK. <laughs> I, any kind of fight I will take. OK. Next, Queen Victoria, who, listen, I just did not recognize her. She looks completely different than when we saw her last a few months ago. So I hope she's doing well. Hope she's happy and healthy. Hope she's feeling good about her appearance. I just found this shocking. I for a second was like, what is am I looking at the cast list for Love Island UK? Like she looks like a British reality TV star. It's so confusing. It's so <laughs> confusing. But OK, she's obviously born for paradise. Like this is no surprise. Right. Yeah. I hope she finds love. Sure. Or, you know, sure. gets into it. A fight with someone. I'd be into that as well. I mean, I hope that there's no queen talk, though, like no tiaras. <sighs> sure. I'm, it, new, maybe new look, new personality. Could we get a whole oh. new Victoria? Mm- Honestly, sure. I say, why not? Yeah. Last person currently announced, Victoria Paul, who called out ABC for airbrushing her photo, which I loved. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff by her. Yeah, totally. I commend her. Um, I am trying to, I mean, I, I, I know her from Peter's season, but um, she had the little fight with Aaliyah, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. And I believe she left early because of family stuff. Oh, oh, sad. Yeah. Okay. I know. I'm I'm like I'm kind of excited about Peter's 
gals getting the shot because it did sort of feel yeah. perversely bad for them last year. Like they couldn't go on Paradise. It all got disrupted by COVID. So I'm glad they haven't been forgotten to time. Yeah, me too. Do you have any people that you want them to announce in the second wave of contestants? You know, I'm just curious which of Katie's guys are going to be there. Oh, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Let's move into our superlatives. Which of Katie's guys do you most want to see on the beach? For me, number one is Aaron. Number two is Thomas. And Carl, I, I want all the villains to yes. go to paradise. Yes. They, th- God bless you, because that is that is the vibe that I want as well. I want all the drama to happen. I'm bored sitting in my house. I need, you know, some good TV. And I'm hoping that paradise will fulfill that for me because this season is not doing it so much. Um, no. I agree. I, I also said Carl. Um, and then I said, maybe Justin, I feel like he could oh. be a hot commodity on the beach. Yes. Well, he's just hot. So yes, I agree. So, exactly. And honestly, I would like, this is really mean, but I would like to laugh at Connor, like trying to get it. Connor cat guy. Yeah. 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 I feel like he would go wild. He seems like he's like, act, like if you like catch him at like a bar, he will hit on anyone that's moving. But, like, really corny in an embarrassing way. And I'm into that. Like, I want to laugh. Yes. He seems like he would just be a good, like, real-world character. Like, maybe he should be on... He should go on the challenge at some point. Okay. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Just just throwing it out there. Um, (laughs) Of the villains, who have you enjoyed the most? Like, whose villain plotline do you think has been the best? Honestly, I really enjoyed the Carl whole thing. I know it didn't last very long. You know, it was a sudden burst and then it was over. But I will say that his shadow, like not to bring up the shadow boxing again, but that will never be. <laughs> Your favorite not moment be. in history oh, of The Bachelorette. Honestly, that will never not be iconic for me personally. So I got to give it to Carl. All right. I, I'm going with Thomas. I like Thomas' okay. honesty and I like how he's just like, yeah, I thought about it being The Bachelor. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like he just was real. He was real. I just... 
I miss the villains. I don't usually feel this way at the show, but at this point in the season, I'm just like, uh-huh. bring back some of these jerks. I miss right. them. <laughs> totally. Well, and also, I think Thomas got like a bad edit. Like, I don't think it was fair everything that happened to him. So he deserves redemption. Redemption. Justice for Thomas. Seriously. He deserves to be on Paradise. <laughs> Nothing's ever been more true than this season that like t- using your time to talk shit about someone with the lead is just such a bad strategy. I mean, look at <laughs> Trey. Bad. Look at Aaron. Like, it's unbelievable. It just I, couldn't have gone worse for those guys who were so uh, insistent on it. Oh, Don't God. do it, people. Whose exit <laughs> surprised you the most? Who did you think would go further that's already out? I honestly thought Connor would go further. I thought Cat Guy could be top four. Based on night one, she was excited about him. She was so into him, yeah. And they gave him, like, his whole little edit where he's like, I'm a teacher or whatever. Like, again, I don't like him, but I thought she really liked him. Yeah, I totally agree. I was also surprised by um, Aaron for some reason. I thought he was going to go further. Well, she thought he was really hot, but yeah. That's that's not why. It's because she trusted him at the beginning. She, like, went to him to, like, find out what was what. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I I agree. And I think she might have thought he was too stupid, though. And also involved in a lot of drama. Well, and that, too. That, yeah, sure. So, who was the one that he knew from, from back home? Cody, I think his name right. was. Yeah, so that was another drama that Aaron was a part of. Like, he it just was. can't keep his nose out of it. So, like, who wants to spend time with that person? <laughs> I know, it's true. It's true. Um, we're very hard on Katie on this podcast, so I'm curious I what's know, been... I'm sorry. No, I am too. It's fine. You know, I just, I just want to take a moment to be positive about Katie. Sure. What's been your favorite Katie moment? Okay, well, here's the thing. I just want to preface this by saying that I don't not like her. I just, as the lead, I just don't think she's doing a stupendous job. You know what I mean? And yeah. and that's that's just my opinion. It's like that um a clip from The Real Housewives where the woman's like, "It's my opinion." And again, it's my opinion, okay? And if you don't like it, then I'm sorry, but that's it's my opinion. Um Yeah. But here's the thing. I enjoy how honest she is. Like I have really appreciated and also really felt for her when she talked about, well, this past episode when she talked about her biological father and the man she thought was her biological father for a long time. I mean, that takes a lot of courage. So I it really does. And also talking about sexual assault and And that too. Definitely. Yeah. Those are the, I mean, things that really stick out in my mind. And honestly, she's like incredibly brave. And I really, again, I really do think that's an important, it's important that people know that. And I think it's, I think it's great. And she, again, it's like, I don't know if I know, I know her more than any other bachelorette, I feel like. Absolutely. I do. I agree with that. We've like really gotten to know her a lot. Yeah. Which I really appreciate because like someone I have always wanted to know more about is like Becca Kufrin, you know, Mm. and, and I don't really know that much about her. Um, And then there's someone like, you know, Rachel Lindsay, who I think has done such a great job of opening up and talking about her struggles and stuff with the franchise post bachelor bachelorette. Um, but Katie herself is doing it like in real time, which I think is really cool. And again, I just, you know, I really commend her for being so honest. I agree. I also think that she does defy some stereotypes. I think one of the best Katie moments was how she responded to Mike P when he talked about being a virgin. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, yes. And he's and then he's still on the show. Conversely, I thought that he was going to leave so soon, and he's still there. He, he's he's made it pretty far. I think yes. he kind of likes him. So I think that's like kind of been a shock. And that was one of my favorite Katie moments, where she kind of surprised you with like she just likes genuine guys who open up. She likes to talk about feelings, yeah. which I get. So I thought I, I feel like that 
brought out a good side of her. Except in here, I'm going to um, totally blow my cover as someone who goes on to Bachelor Reddit or whatever. I, I don't listen to the Nick Vial podcast, but I did see that Katie made an appearance and they were talking about it on the Reddit and they were saying that she did not come off great because she was like being shady and said some like kind of questionable things about Mike and oh, really? how, yeah, and how she was like, yeah, he's a virgin, but like he's definitely done other stuff. So and like stuff oh, like that, God. which is like, oh, God, Ooh, why did you say that? So I don't know. That reminds me that they called out Hunter for going on message boards and fan <laughs> fan stuff because he's a really big fan of the show. That was funny. <laughs> Hunter is one of us. Let's get Hunter a podcast. Um, I also saw Callie and I mentioned this last week. I also saw in the Reddit recap of Katie's appearance on the Bio Files that she couldn't name countries in Africa. What? Yeah. So. Oh, Katie. Yeah, I did read. I didn't read that part, but I read some stuff where she was just being like, like, I just like clearly she had not had media training and was saying yeah. some stuff about these guys. And it's just like, oh, yikes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, you know, I think it's hard being the lead and she's totally it, it, it's a really weird moment for the franchise. So I want to give her yeah. the benefit of the doubt. Also, I'm sorry we're so hard on her in this podcast. Sometimes yeah. you just got to call a spade a spade, you know, and that's, you really do. And again, it's just like, that's my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. I know any innovation this season that you think has been good. I wouldn't say it's been like necessarily. I think it's been rude to Katie, but like them reusing dates shot for shot from last season. I think that's a good innovation in terms of like brain saving power. Money, yeah, saving wise. money and saving up your creativity for hopefully more creative stuff on the beach. I don't know. Sure. We just got to get travel back. We need COVID to be over. We got to get travel back on the show. Yeah, I agree. But also it's like, really, you're going to create the same exact date down to like freaking... It really bothers you when they do that. It doesn't bother me because, because like, you know, I think it's just more egregious because these dates are so simple. But like, how many times have they done bungee jumping? How many times have they gone horseback riding? How many times have they been on top of a a building? Like, they do it all the time, but they just change the city. This is so much more ridiculous. I mean, also, like, the pretty woman date where they go shopping or they go to Vegas. Like, they've always done it. But the ones that are recycling here are so basic because they're stuck in these resorts. Yeah. It feels feels like a real lack of creativity. And it's just, like, uh, and that's what's bothering me is because, like, I'll be watching it and I'm like, I've seen this already. Like, I want new stuff. Yeah. I know. I know. We... We just need to get out of these resorts. That's that's the bottom line. Seriously. Seriously. I think Paradise is going to be awesome, though. And I can't believe this is already week six of Katie's season. It's just flying by. Oh, I know. I am counting down the weeks until Paradise. I am it's like four so weeks away. excited. Oh, my God. Don't even tell me. Might be five. Might be five. But we'll get there soon. I'm we'll so excited. Soon. I'm so excited. <laughs> Check out Amelia's No Rose All Thorn recap on Bachelor Party social media handles. I'll be back on Thursday with Callie, as always. And thank you so much for listening. And special thanks to Prime McMullen, who produced this episode. Have a great week, everybody. 